Well, welcome to another podcast right here at Crossroads Community Church. This is Steve Hollis, and I'm glad to be with our pastor, Eddie Hammond. It's good to see you today. Yes, well, Steve. I happen to see that you have your Cubbies hat on. I do. And the Cubbies are doing actually pretty well. Um, We don't have anybody here to really bicker the fact that they're the best uh, team in the Major League Baseball. No, but right now, all of our (laughs) brothers... And sisters who are Dodger and Cardinal fans that are probably making faces and yeah. sticking their tongue out right yeah. now. And Reds fans that uh, the yeah. Cubbies oh, exactly. are up against yeah. right now, actually. Um, yeah. But yeah, we uh, it, it's baseball season. It's it's kind of odd. I said something. To, I about, think God smiles on Cubs fans. Well, I think they do too. I, I think He does rather too. And, and um, uh, I know that. Um, Many many boos and hisses right now are, yeah. are happening in through and amongst yeah. the airwaves, and we're going to be receiving yeah. hate mail and hate texts. Yeah, so I'm we're sure gonna... we are. <laughs> and then they'll know how Heyman felt. So, and Mordecai, I think Mordecai would have been a Cubs fan myself. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Him and Esther both. Yeah, the chosen. Maybe even chosen, King chosen the King people. Hazarias. They might have <laughs> talked him into being a Cub fan. I don't know. Well, lest we digress uh, yeah, that's completely, easy to do. but um, oh, it is fun. I, I did mention today, I said, hey, Jude, the Cubs won last night. And he says, wait, baseball started? <laughs> or wait, it's baseball season? Yeah, you didn't even know. I said, well, sort of. And uh, this, this year's got everything all turned and twisted and everything it's else. Bollocks but, up. Bollocks. Mm. That's a good word, bollocks. So mm-hmm. that would be the word of the day. So, uh, Well, uh, we are here and... and uh, Looking forward to having a great podcast today, talking about uh, uncertainty and talking about uh, how to deal with it, and and uh, talk a little bit about uh, the fact that we were out at the parking lake last week. So we we're going to go ahead and we'll have a word of prayer, and then we'll get right into it. Heavenly Father, we are so honored to be your children, so thankful that we serve a God that is bigger than us, so that we can count on. The, uh, uh, the fact that you handle the uncertainty mm-hmm. with certainty, knowing. We don't have to worry about the fact of whether you know or don't know or are scratching your head. Lord, we know that you know, and that's how we can trust, and we have faith. So, Lord, I pray that in our podcast here today that you'll receive the glory, that you'll be the honor, the, uh, the one that receives the honor, and, and uh, we just commit it in our time together to you in jesus name we pray amen. amen yeah i tell you sunday was uh, glorious it was as i was overwhelmed i couldn't hardly talk there for a minute seeing all those fine folks out there because you didn't know you didn't know how many folks were going to come or then my goodness baptizing eight people oh what a what a way to get back together i say oh i'd say too and, and in fact it's been um it's it's awesome we kind of did a a scattering count, um, just so that maybe some of you that wanted to know kind of how many people that were out there, around 235 people that were present, and uh, we had another 55 um, viewers and yeah. families that were watching online, um, and uh, whatever that number in, ends up being. But that's appreciate, just appreciate Mike being able to do that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Benefield yeah. working on on diligently making sure that we were online. We had gotten some text back from some people that were able to only watch online and uh, didn't have an option that day to come and be uh, present with us and they were so thankful. I think this so Sunday thankful. would be the same. Mm-hmm. I've had several people say 
we love you, Pastor, but we'd love to get back, but we just don't feel it's safe enough, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, and here's a neat okay. thing that we get to share with you. Mike and I have been working on uh, the new camera system that's down in the theater, and uh, we are glad to tell you that the progression is, well, I'd say, probably 85% right now of completion and, and uh, possibly very very close to 90 and uh, we're looking to have those cameras or at least one of them ready uh, for action on Sunday morning and uh, looking for just kind of this upgrade and uh, uh, it's just gonna be real neat how God continues well, to help our ministry go out uh, I sent for his glory. calling post a uh, while ago today make sure people watch that video that I that I made about protocol for Sunday mm-hmm. uh, they need to if they can to, to watch that on, on right, website. right, and um, uh, where can we tell them to go ahead and? Uh, I think it's right. Let me see here. I want to make sure. Oh yeah, right on the home page. You look at the top bar. Uh, there's a blue bar up there, and there's a link to that. So what I'm going to do is actually follow up as we're talking here, and as you kind of take over to. Um, sure. What we're going to do is I'm going to actually. Uh, hit that link out to everybody that we sent the calling post Good. text to and uh, make sure that they've got that okay. um, but we'll have that and ready to roll but uh, it, we had a wonderful time at the parking lake and, and you spoke that day uh, of, a, of a sermon entitled Uncertainty and, and um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that as we get going here well it's uh, really actually uncertainty is the issue the unknown, the unsure, the unsettling doubt uh, and it causes anxiety in people and worry and great concern. Mm-hmm. And we are now living in definitely in uncertain times, um, times like you know we've never seen before, and uh, I hope not <laughs> not to see again. My lifetime, of course, I'm in the second half right now, but some of the younger ones, I hope you know. But it, you know, you you back up a few months, and it's just amazing how two events has turned our world completely upside down, and that's the virus and then George Floyd's murder. Yeah. What what has happened worldwide? It's not been, this is worldwide problems. It's not United States problem. It's, that's right. It's affected, they were having, you know, the the, the, the virus it spread and it's coming back in some places, and even with the protests, it's been around the world. It's, it, uncertainty, it grinds on you. You know, I talked about the daily grind and how day after day is just kind of grinding and breaking you into pieces. Mm. And, uh, I, God's antidote to help um, soothe and cure our uncertainty uh, and its grinding effect on us. I, and I went to Psalm 23. It's, it's a Psalm of David. And uh, it's probably the most familiar love portion of the book of Psalms. I'd say... Uh, maybe in the entire Bible for people, because a lot of times people will go back to that over and over again because it's endearing promise to people, you know, and, and uh, to soldiers in battle, uh, fearing injury and possible death, uh, grieving widows standing before a fresh grave, and, and you know, they're wondering how am I going to get along, um, people seeking forgiveness, um, people that are lonely, people that are suffering in pain, uh, the orphan is forgotten, uh, Kids that have their parents has deserted them, depressed, and the jobless people in in the prison, the prodigal, and I even know now with at this day and age with teachers and parents and children trying to put together what 
going back to school. They yeah. need, they need comfort. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then family members that's concerned that they're going to get it, or somebody that close to them is going to get the virus. That that's an ever present uncertainty in the back of our minds. I think uh, every day, actually. So you know, a lot of inner battles. A lot of different times people will go will go to to uh, Psalm 23. People struggling with career choices, direction in life, purpose and pain, job security, financial pressures, physical handicaps, relational snags, and a dozen other uh, confusing things, and all the problems that this virus has brought into our world, even uh, in places like Sullivan, Indiana. We are far removed from a lot of violent protests and things like that, but nonetheless, uh, the virus is here, and it continues to spread and uh, spikes. I think Indiana has spiked. We're up there now, you know, with some of those other states that mm. was really bad. Yeah. So God, so so David writes Psalm 23, inspired by the Holy Spirit. And what I think is interesting about this psalm is that it's it's written from the perspective of sheep. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know if you've ever had, sheep are weak. <laughs> That's why I said it's too bad God didn't name us rhinoceroses instead of. <laughs> Because you know rhinos got thick skin; they can—they're not afraid of anything. They can turn trucks and jeeps over, and and it, it, they're just an amazing animal. But part of the problem with that is they're self-sufficient; mm-hmm. they don't need anybody. That's right. And sheep do, and I, that's why God called it that. Because sheep—we're uh, the sheep of His pasture. We have to rely on Him in a lot of a lot of different ways. You know, Psalm 100, uh, verse three acknowledges that the Lord is God. He made us and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. And then Jesus Himself said in John 10, 10, 11 and verse 14, I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. I'm the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. And then I, I formed a kind of an analogy. There's about six traits of sheep that really will make sense for us. The first one is this sheep lack a sense of direction. They get lost in their own pasture. They don't right. have a clue where they're at. Yeah. <laughs> so that, and that's with us as as God's sheep, we, we need to listen to the voice of the shepherd. He directs us and guides us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Sheep are virtually defenseless. You know, I talked about a lot of animals, they have defense, they claws and teeth. It's like I talked about honey badgers as well. They're they are right. bad. Oh my. <laughs> Some animals are speed, they have ability to hide, a keenness to smell, sight, and hearing. Great strength and ferocity. Of course, skunks have stink. Mm-hmm. The sheep are awkward, weak, and ignorant. They uh, they have spindly legs and tiny hooves, and they're painfully slow. And they don't even have an angry growl. You know, like I said, what's so scary about bah? I've never seen anybody get frightened. I've never seen anybody shake with fear because a sheep bat at them. Right. You know, that's right. they're defenseless. So that Ephesians six ten says. We're to be strong in the Lord, and, and, and that is why. Sheep are easily, easily frightened. Boy, uh, I, I, I had sheep in 4-H, so I understand how that is. They, they're easily spooked. Sheep find comfort only in their shepherd's presence and the reassuring songs in the night. It's an interesting thing to Google, the relationship between a shepherd and his sheep, and how he calms it down at night, and they want to know he's there. They know his voice. They mm-hmm. want to hear him, mm-hmm. and I think it's a... It's across the board with us and God the same way. I know uh, a lot of people get freaked out in storms and other things happening. And I have uh, have heard testimony before where people pray and, and the Lord comforts them, you know, because he says that he will. Sheep by nature are unclean. They don't wash, you know, 
cats and dogs are always laying around giving themselves baths, licking each other and whatever. <laughs> Monkeys pick fleas off of each other. Right. But, uh, sheep don't. They're unclean and filthy. The only time they would get clean is if the shepherd cleansed them. You know, with us, it's our sin. First John 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins, he is forgiven. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness mm-hmm. so we can stay clean with him inside and out, actually. And in five, sheep cannot find food or water. They are dependent upon their shepherd to find that for them. And in the last one, six, the sheep wool does not belong to the sheep. belongs to the shepherd. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with us. Everything we do for the glory of God belongs to him. It, it's not for us to pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. We are indeed his people and the sheep of his pasture psalm 103 so that's um well, and then the theme gets into this and uh, i'll just go ahead and go through this steve because i think it's really sure. important absolutely i shall not lack rest or provision why because he makes me lie down in green pastures i shall not lack peace why he leads me beside this quiet waters i shall not lack restoration or encouragement when i faint fall or f- fail why he restores my soul I shall not lack guidance or fellowship. Why? He guides me in the paths of righteousness. I shall not lack courage when my way is dark. Why? Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I shall not lack companionship. Why? For thou art with me. I shall not lack constant comfort. Why? Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I shall not lack protection or honor. Why? Thou dost prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. I shall not lack power. Why? Thou hast anointed my head with oil. I shall not lack abundance. Why? My cup runneth over. I shall not lack God's perpetual presence. Why? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall not lack security. Why? I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hmm. So that was that back, That back. was like all the verses in uh, Psalm 23, 23 and the reason sure. that they, they mean so much. And of course, David, he knew about... Uh, sheep by watching his father's flock on in the Judean hillsides and he he had a sling of course he got to use that sling but you know he lions and uh, wolves or whatever other animals might come up he put the hammer on them you know mm-hmm. yeah uh, he was their protector that's right so he knew that but we are in uncertain times and uh, we can't let them grind us into pieces we got to trust in Christ who is our good shepherd so well, it's so relevant for today, and thank you so much for bringing that to our uh, to our ears, our listening ears, and our our uh, open hearts to to hear those words. It's not easy to be called sheep. It's not easy to think of us, think of ourselves as sheep. Um, we, but but it's it's not an ego builder. No, it's it not. It but is in the spiritual sense. But that's right, <laughs> because our dependency and and you know. Um, in Lord's Prayer, it says, "Give us our day, uh, give us, give us this, this day, day yeah. our daily bread." The dependence upon that is Israel. It's the children of Israel, um, the children that were lost in the, or not lost, but they were wandering in uh, the desert uh, with Moses at the mm-hmm. lead. Uh, they were given provisions. They were given manna for that day. We talked a little bit about this before in in our podcast, but. The reassurance for that day, this particular day, Lord, give us, give us this, uh, this day, this day, our daily bread, and um, it's in the process of knowing that it. So many times we want to know about tomorrow, we want to know about a week from now, and God is saying, 
be dependent upon me now, today. today. Now, that's right. And we had also mentioned that um, the children of Israel, that they, they, if you, they took too much manna, they would rot. Yeah, and that, that's wild, isn't it? They would rot on its own. I always wonder what it tasted like. Yeah, well, I always think of of Keith Green and and thinking about. I think it tastes like a Heath bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, and they and the and and they were wandering around. They they wanted to go back to Egypt, eat onions, leeks, leeks and garlics. And man, they garlics. Were, they was missing the veggies. So. And and uh, and yet God provided for them every single day. And and so, you know, it's it's. We kind of chuckle about them, and we think, "Oh well, those silly people—they should just know." Well, I bet you we'd do the same. I bet you oh, we would yeah. have done the same, and we would have started complaining about the fact that there's what manana again. You know, manana bread yeah. is what Keith said. Keith Green and his. But you, uh, you think about it. I think probably we're like that somewhat today. Mm-hmm. That we take the family out to eat, and we've got enough money to go to, to Steak and Shake. Some of our friends, they're going up to stables. Yeah. And, yeah. man, you're thinking while you're eating that hamburger, <laughs> I wish I was sitting in stables eating one of them $80 steaks or whatever they cost, mm-hmm. you know. They, and we're, we're, we should just be happy for, I like steak and shake. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the funny thing about, I'm not a, I'll eat it, but I, I don't go gaga over steaks like a lot of people do. They just Well, and then in the same, same vein, and not to turn it in a complete different opposite direction, but at the same time, to realize that what we've been blessed with to be able to do that, there are those that are seeking the soup kitchen, and they can't even go to steak and shake. They can't, and so the blessing upon what we have, we need to be not only careful as we pray, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. We have to realize the significance of what we have been given, make it to be glorifying Him not abusing it, not to exploiting it, not to to putting it in other people's faces or, or anything of that nature, and to always depend be dependent upon yeah, exactly. our, our Father in heaven and and recognize. Now that leads me directly to the fact that this morning uh, the Holy Spirit led me to the book of Job. And in the book of Job I I, I read most of that book uh, but I but I did it in pieces. I, mm-hmm. I wanted to hear some of his friends' comments. I wanted to hear some of of what I wanted to be reminded, and I didn't know uh, really how the Lord was going to affect me that this morning. But it really was impactful as I was reminded that as Job prayed and and it would talk to his friends and and would talk to the Lord, and he would go about these things he at the end the lord said were you around when i set the foundations of the earth yeah you know did were you around when i measured what i wanted to put into place and how i locked back the the waters of the ocean were you you know were you around as i formed uh the deer you know and the different things and so um the understanding of all of this in uncertain times is this that we understand that God knows all and he it, it is not there's nothing new under the sun and because he knows what's happening 
who he's put in charge, what's going on. It's for the end result of his glory. Mm-hmm. And we, <laughs> we as his sheep, can either accept that or we can buck it. Yeah. And um, at the end, I, I hope that that uh, that you're found as uh, as sheep, not goats. Yeah, exactly. Because he separates them. He separates them. Yeah. Stubborn goat, the goat that eats everything and he sees, uh, doesn't care if it's nutritionist or not. And ten can he's chomping on it or whatever. Goes off and sounds like my diet. <laughs> goes off and <laughs> and uh, uh, tramps off into the hills and doesn't give uh, care to any other things. And and uh, you know, I would I would say that probably is is herded quite differently than oh, yeah. than the sheep. Yeah, they're and, different. Um, so, um, I guess the word is here today that in our anxious thoughts, I challenge you to every anxious thought that you have bounce it and trumpet with a positive mm-hmm. thought of Amen. blessing and honoring God and how many times I think it's said 365 times it says in the word either don't be anxious or don't worry yeah. or don't be afraid all of those things just remind us daily that the Lord your God is, is able and in the uncertainty, he is the certain. Yeah, amen. He is the firm foundation. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of mention where God had led me even this morning, and uh, to be reminded that Job was was reminded, and he, and he and he said, and he and he submitted to the Lordship. He said, "Lord, I, you're truly, you're truly it. I, I was made from dust. I'll." Go back to dust. You form me out of clay, and yeah. Every time we complain, we should sit down and read that whole book again. And I'm again telling you, and again. it's it's, whew, you know, it's some good stuff, and uh, it was good for me today. It humbled me. It it made me, uh, you know, bow before my Lord again and say, Lord, you are all powerful, all knowing, and and how dare it that I, you know, get in the way of, you know, even at times of of demanding, you know, and and asking for things and, um, and not even paying attention to mm-hmm. some of the things that are going on around me. And it's just it, our humanness is so selfish. Yeah. <laughs> and yet we do we talk about the, the surrender of a daily yeah. notion and how right. how God's dependency. So, yeah. And so next this coming Sunday. You've got a message. It's uh, what's it entitled? The title is "The Wonderful Mercy of God," and of course, I've sh- showed this clip probably in the last twenty years, maybe five times. But it's the one out of Les Miserables, and it's <laughs> mm. it, it, the first few minutes I could show this clip and make two comments and sit down and go home. It's that it's that Impactful. poignant. Mm-hmm. It, it speaks so much. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give it away, but a lot of them have seen it. You know. Uh, What's interesting in this in Les Mis, he Jean Valjean, he's one of the miserable. That's mm-hmm. that's what Les Mis, the miserable. That's what that's what he is. And mercy brings turns his life completely around from prison to uh, somebody that's compassionate and loving. It's uh, it's just an amazing thing. And we're going to talk about uh, 
mercy, God's mercy, you know, towards us. And, uh, and again, with him and then, then John Newton, I, I think it's relevant today because John Newton, uh, he wrote this and he's, he wrote his own epitaph. An epitaph's what's on a gravestone. He said, John Newton, clerk, once an infidel and a libertine, a servant of slaves in Africa, was by the mercy of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, preserved, restored, pardoned, and appointed to preach the faith he had so long labored to destroy. Mm. John Newton turned around. He wrote Amazing Grace, the song. And, uh, and then we get into some biblical illustrations uh, of... Uh, of of uh, chesed, which is the Hebrew word for mercy, it means kindness. Actually, you know uh, the whole story about Joseph and 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 you know what happened with uh, um, him and Potiphar's wife, and uh, he got uh, ripped off of that. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that. Naomi um, and in Mephibosheth, which was Saul's son. Uh, after Saul sought to destroy David, David took his son in and loved him, let him live in the palace. Mm -hmm. That's mercy. Wow. Uh, and then with your story this morning in the scripture, Job, same way. Job said this in verse 12 and uh, in, in the book of Job. Let's see what chapter 10. Thou hast granted me life and loving kindness, and thou care hast preserved my spirit. That's after he'd lost everything. Yeah. He said those words. And then, you know, and then David uh, in Psalms. And that, that's kind of where we're going with that uh, as far as, as mercy. Be gracious to me, O God, according to thy loving kindness. That's Psalm 51. That's after David was uh, brought back to uh, reality by Nathan the prophet uh, for his sin with Bathsheba. And I'm not going to get into that, but that was God's mercy on that. And then God's, you know, God's work in our uh, lives uh, his mercy is is constant mm. for us so mm -hmm. that's kind of where we're headed with that the next few Sundays I'll be talking about things like that okay God's mercy and wow, God's that's, love that's awesome that's, yep. that's where we're at well so. um, we've emphasized it many many times about how God is um, so faithful and he's so merciful and yet so powerful and so uh, amazing in how he works and um, so as we wrap this time up together uh, looking forward to our time together on Sunday could you just have a word of prayer as we wrap sure. it up and yeah Lord yeah. we love you and I thank you for being there for us in uncertain times and uh, our faith in you and our trust it should be 24-7 and when those seeds of doubt come in and that uncertainty starts to grind away at us that we just say, help me, Jesus, and you're there. And Holy Spirit, you comfort us. You hold us close. You are the comforter, and that's what you do, and we appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So may we take advantage of that 24-7, actually. So that's our prayer. As we think about this week and uh, we think about your mercy, Lord, it, uh, it's ever-present. Uh, your loving kindness is always around us. And I just pray, Lord, that we take advantage of that. Like I said, we sometimes we... We don't. Sometimes we get to rely on too much on ourselves, and uh, some of the anxiousness kind of creeping back in as we watch the news and we hear what's going on in our world. But help us to trust in you today, Lord. And yes. I pray that for every person that hears these words. I just pray a special blessing upon them. For we ask it in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. So you guys and, and girls, you, you don't have to wear so much makeup Sunday because you're going to have masks on. So <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, well, we are... 
looking forward to Sunday together, uh, August the 2nd, where it's the first time we're going to be inside uh, the building since uh, March of this year, and we're looking forward to it. And um, go to that page that I'd sent out on that, and if you don't have the calling post, um, that is found at crossroads98.com forward slash reopening dash plan reopening dash plan and um, you'll find that page you can also just go to the home page at crossroads98.com and you can click that link at the top and it'll take you to that page but um, that'll help you find out what uh, it's going to be all about and uh, we are truly looking forward to another great day in the Lord and just giving him our praises and being together and no matter what it looks like and maybe little changes we've got to deal with uh, we're going to be back together and um, uh, that is a joy in of itself as we come together for the greatest joy and that's the praise and the honor to our Lord uh, and um, and Jesus his son and and the Holy Spirit so Thanks so much for being with us here on podcast today, and uh, may God bless you. And until next week, we'll say goodbye for now. All right. Later. Bye-bye.